on the new AirPod Pros, customizable ear tips, and better sound enough to justify that $250 price tag? Or are you sticking with your older AirPods? We break down Apple's surprise announcement of its new headsets. Stick around. Welcome to The Daily Charge. Today is Tuesday, October 29th. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Scott Stein. I'm Rich Nieva. And here are today's top stories. Apple on Monday dropped new AirPods, and they aren't minor upgrades like the wireless charging case we got earlier this year. The AirPods Pro, which are really terrible to pronounce, brings a completely new design, noise cancellation, and customizable ear tips. These changes, of course, don't come cheap, and the AirPods Pro run for $250. Scott, why why are they dropping like actually a significantly different product out of nowhere at like a noon press release? Is that right. weird? Like a month after the iPhone event. Why didn't they just bundle it with the iPhone event? Yeah, it's super weird. I mean, the product is more interesting than the Apple Watch Series 5 or right. the 10.2-inch iPad. I don't know. Maybe there was an October event that never happened. Right. And may, that is the result. But these clearly were ready to go. Yes. Uh, and and I'm really sorry because people who had been who had bought AirPods, uh, now there's a new version. But they cost a me, lot. Me included. You, That's true. That. So let's talk about that. $250. Rich, you've already expressed opinions before the show. Yeah. What do you think? $250? It's a lot of money. I mean, I do. I have AirPods. I like them. I like them a lot, actually. So I would be tempted, but uh, it's a lot of money. Yeah. $250 is like a another device, it feels like. like yeah. That, that's totally left the accessory landscape for well, me. I also want to talk about the fact that, you know, for the first time, Apple with AirPods is acknowledging that like one size doesn't fit all for AirPods. Like there are always just sort of these it didn't matter what your ear shape was. Like, these were the AirPods, and this is it. And they finally added customizable tips, which I think is the biggest, quote-unquote, innovation here, even though this is a feature that's been available on, like, basically every other wireless headset out there. Yep. Um, but do you think that makes these more accessible, people, that the fact that they can customize it so folks with, like, bigger or smaller ear canals can can partake in the AirPod revolution. <laughs> yes, I think this that'll... Is, this is where we are now. Yes. Ear tips. <laughs> it's all about Innovation. Tips. It's all about losing the tips, then having to get new tips, and then gunking up the tips. Or at least Stop you can replace tips. them. Right. <laughs> it'll be, be a whole new world of ear gunk. Oh. Uh, I, I, I think that's part of it. I think the noise cancellation. But a lot of other um, earbuds, including uh, Echo Buds, have noise cancellation. So yeah. that's becoming more of a standard feature and so it's interesting you have to really pay up for that here. Uh, and there are so many buds now in the landscape. But it, but but Apple has established itself with yep. AirPods. So yep. now like that's a recognizable brand, and people will will go to these. We'll hear hear how they see how they sound. Hear how these well we we hear can, how they sound. Well, we can add a link later on. But Rick Breuer has a nice roundup of alternatives to the AirPods Pro that yeah. are less a lot less than two hundred fifty dollars. So we could add that later on. I just wonder, like now, are my my old AirPods going to be like, you know, am, am I like uncool and unfashionable? You are. I mean, yes. you generally are yeah. already. Are but people going to have to really spot the, the 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 length of the tube, and I feel like they're they're probably just going to they see are sh- it. The sh- they are shorter, right? The pro they're they kind of they're like hidden a little bit more, a little bit more, but they're still popping out. One thing that's different is that the way that these interact, instead of tapping, there's a squeeze. Yeah. mechanism to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. But what's annoying to me is there's no volume control, right? There's no... Although there wasn't volume control at the first ones, right? No, but there was volume control in the little remote that comes with the one in the box. So oh, yeah. I just I just want to be able to... And there are other ones that do that. I yeah. just want to be able to control yeah. volume. Yes. You can do it on your watch, but you have to have a watch. Um, so that's a little thing. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested in how the uh, pass-through or the transparency, as they call it. Um, oh, yeah. That versus the, the noise cancellation work. 
does it basically just like mute the volume or like it, I am a, curious how that would it's supposed work. to provide a mix that uh, that allows pass through but some noise cancellation as well right so it provides enough but is to that just like world? having those noise cancellation headphones and turning off the noise cancellation it's like a little I don't know it's supposed to be a little bit different than that we'll see but kind of like that right um but you know if you're, I, I, hey today I ran out of battery again uh, ran out of charge on on airpods coming in um, just because I forgot for a bunch of days. So mm-hmm. I still would also really like a way to have these all charge each other, whether mm-hmm. it's reverse charging or plugging it in easily through right. the iPhone or something. Yeah. Right, That's a small of, thing. Speaking of wearables, Google has struggled in the smartwatch arena and could be eyeing a competitor to bolster its efforts. A Reuters report has its parent Alphabet looking to acquire Fitbit, which makes smartwatches using a platform that's compatible with both Android and iOS. Guys, is that, I mean... Does this make sense? It it certainly makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Google had a big hardware event yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they had a phone, they had a, a smart speaker, they had a router. What yes. was noticeably missing was a watch. Yes. Do you think like and, do you think that it's conceivable that they replace Wear OS with uh, the operating system that Fitbit runs? Or no, I, I I'm really <laughs> quick to say no. All right, but I do think that that Fitbit provides a lot of things. First of all, a lot of data. Yeah. And so yeah. if 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 you're looking to get a, a catch up on on fitness data, it's also concerning because a lot of people have been saying, "Well, I'm a Fitbit user. What's now going to happen to my data?" Mm-hmm. It's a very good question. Um, well, of course, this hasn't even happened yet. So I mean, right. this is like a this is a question before uh, any sort of event emerging. But uh, but also not just that uh, Fitbit's research into uh, FDA cleared territory, which they haven't had anything FDA cleared yet, but they're supposed to be really close mm. to something in the, um, you know, kind of like an arrhythmia. They're also been trying to pursue um, sleep tech that's FDA cleared. Okay. That they've yeah. been trying, which Apple hasn't even gone into that territory, but Google has been beginning, uh, Google Fitbit has been pursuing that. But you can see where an alphabet Google would be interested in that um, for health tech. And then there's the Pebble element, which is kind of intriguing mm. because they've they acquired they hit up all of Pebble, and now if if Google or Alphabet acquires all of uh, Fitbit, Fitbit, then you still have Pebble in there somewhere. I don't know it's what like this that nest reverse nesting mm. doll of wearable tech. Right, I kind of want the I still want the long battery life always on thing. I think for um, but to be clear, for Fitbit, it was really about acquiring the more of the app and developer ecosystem for those little apps. Got that's it. the part that's probably least interesting to Google because they have their own way of getting to mm. apps would be my spitball guess. Well, speaking of Google, the search time posted weaker than expected third quarter results. This comes amid a slew of internal problems. Rich, can you break this all down for us? Yeah, well, so they, they posted earnings yesterday and they met on sales. Mm-hmm. They posted lower than expected profits. Yeah. Um, what does that mean in the long run? Not not really much. I mean, like nobody, you know, Google is not going to go out of business, right? I'm curious. I mean, you were on the call. You listened <clears throat> to them speak. Did they talk a little bit about hardware, given that they just, like you said, had that hard, big hardware event, mm-hmm. talked about all these products? Did they did they mention anything about how well or how poorly they're doing? Not really. I mean, they, they did say that that the lower than expected profits were because of, you know, spending, you know, spending big on mm-hmm. the cloud business and hardware. Okay. Um but, you know, I mean, the, the, the interesting thing about these, about this uh, earnings report is that they are facing a whole lot of other problems outside yeah. of this. And so it's yeah. just one more thing that they have to worry about. For the Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. I'm Scott Stein. I'm Rich Nieva. Thanks for joining us. Can't get enough? 
Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post-show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.